0: everyone, welcome to our online service. I'm so glad that you're here with us this morning, whether you're joining us from your home, from your car, or wherever you are right now. I'm so excited to be spending this time together with you today i'm mariana and i'm gonna be your online service host today which means i'm not only here but also in the comments in the chat room if you're watching this live on sunday morning at 9 or 11 a.m and i'd love to connect with you chat with you in the chat but also after the service, we're gonna get have the messenger rooms. I'm gonna share the link in the comments, and I want to invite you right after their service for you to click on that link so we can see each other and I can connect with you. We're really looking forward to having this digital community happening for those of you that are joining us online. And if you're watching us on demand any other time during the week, please still say hello, because I still want to welcome you and connect with you throughout the week. So we really value being a family here at Christ Community. So if you're not part of a group, I would like to invite you to join a group today. We have groups that meet in person or online, and you can simply go to our website and there's a variety of days and activities and different groups that happen in different forms, and you can uh, search for one that will uh, fit your needs and we'd love for you to connect that way. And also, uh, we have a prayer team on Sundays that are available to pray for you. You can text your prayer requests right now. This number that is going to show up here on the screen, and there's a team of people that are eager to be praying for you today, just covering you with prayer. And so please connect that way as well as you watch this service. And one other way for us to connect is through our giving. We're so thankful for your partnership with the church through this season and through your generosity that through your giving we can do the work of God together so thank you you can give online or through text there are different ways that you can give and you'll also find the information down here so let's worship together let's stay connected during this time and intentionally seeking what Jesus wants to do in us right now
1: well hey church so glad you're joining us online again i just wanted to share you know it's so easy to get overwhelmed in this season of life that we're in every news that comes out every single day it feels like it changes so often and if um i know i'm one of many that um, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and lose our focus but there's something that happens every time I just start to pray, every time I start to think about the kingdom of God, every time I think about our our Lord over everything, I just I feel like I get back centered into this peace. And so I just want to invite you into that today. Uh, wherever you're watching, if you just want um, this to kind of be sung over you, if you want to join me in your heart, let's just kind of center our hearts on the Lord and on his kingdom and what he wants to do today. So let's worship together with that mindset this morning.
2: So let freeze be a weapon that silences the enemy. Let freeze be a weapon that conquers all anxiety. So let you rise. dark and it changes everything. We sing with all we Yeah.
1: now, will you fill us up with your spirit, let us feel your presence now God as we sing this, this is what living looks like, what freedom feels like in you God, let it rise now God,
2: cause this is what living what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. Fear cannot survive.
1: Now, God, as we transition, hearing an inspired teaching from you, Lord, give us understanding, give us ears to hear. And Father, I pray that you would continue to shift the mindset of your church in this time, God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for your presence. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
3: It's really good to see you and to be here, the places that here is or are. Um, It's good to be in the car. It's good to be on vacation. It's good to be at home. It's good to be at your kitchen table. Um, It's good to be in all the different contexts. Uh, The other day, I actually did did this video thing uh, by the phone on public transportation and had a blast doing it. So, so through everything that's happening at this point and the d- different things that um, that people are being forced to do or being asked to do, I've been having a blast being creative and doing things that i couldn't typically do uh, from a sermon context or a teaching context or even just talking to so many more people than i actually ever have so i kind of almost feel um very blessed um to uh, be forced to experiment um i've been asked by by like people every day, like I, I go out to get my hair cut, I, I go out to the st- store, I go out um, to shoot my bow, and p- people ask about about church. How is church going? How's So is it going to be, be inside soon? Is it outside? Are you doing video things? And all these different perceptions and contexts and, and the things that people are asking me all the time, like five or six to 10 times a day, I get people asking me um, about church, how's church going? And then they quantify how church is going by the platform it's going by or on. And to be honest, the the hard posture I have about how's church going and um, it there isn't a quantifiable heartbeat of how church is going by saying um, the place that church is being hosted in, because church is happening, and church has been going fantastic. So for all of those people who are going to see me and say, how's church going? Here it is. I believe church is going fantastic. It has been fun. It has been uh, this empowering opportunity for a ton of people um, to do church Be church, engage church. How church hasn't ever been engaged by in the past or for in the past. Um, There are so many questions out there about about how things are going to be done in the days to come or the Sundays to come. Or and here's the answer: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And the things that have been shown d- during this whole time is the gospel is advancing. Church is happening. Our people are incredible. Our family is engaged. And it's been really interesting to see the things that Jesus is doing. Because Jesus is doing things. So so is it inside or outside or on the internet or on the phone or oh, 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 oh or in the card, the answer is yes. Jesus is in all of those places, the church is happening and it is incredible. So for the sake of today and for the sake of my heart and the posture that I'm coming from, I am coming from an excited posture of the thing that Jesus is doing in church and through church and through our families and through our hearts. The gospel and the kingdom is advancing, and it has not been held back one single bit. I have this concept and this this idea that the, the essence of joy is this posture of confidence, and joy is this fruit of the spirit. Um, the, that like the fruit of the Spirit and the idea of the Holy Spirit, um, that there is this embodiment of the things that the Holy Spirit brings. And they're called the fruits of the Spirit. And joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And today's topic it, 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 it is the joy of faith. And, and, and having joy in faith brings this idea of this solid confidence and this solid hope. So that outside, so all the outside circumstances and all the things that are happening, that that in the joy of faith and in the joy in confidence and in the joy of the truth that Jesus is sitting on the throne, anxiety doesn't exist. Fear doesn't exist. Chaos doesn't exist. There is just simple joy and faith because Jesus is in charge and God is in charge and his kingdom is moving forward. There's something really beautiful uh, in the chaos of the conversation and in the questions that are at hand, being able to simply say, so anything could happen, but Jesus is on the throne, and I feel good. Um, there's something really beautiful about Jesus on the throne. We get up today, Jesus is on the throne, and his kingdom is dancing, It's he's causing me to be creative. Love it. Jesus is on the throne. I'm got a haircut the other day. Um, It's been forever since I've gotten a haircut. And um, just the system that you have to go through to get a haircut is insane. They have, have people sign up ahead of time. Then you go up to the door and there's a sign on the door that's like, do not go any further, and that they have seats that are outside and you sit down and then then you t- tell them that you're out there and then, okay, so, so, so I go in, so I'm going in to g- 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 go get a haircut, right? And they tell me I have to have the thingy on, so I'm going to just do it for For fun, we're gonna do it for fun. So here I am, putting this on. I don't know if you can hear me, but okay, we're gonna do this. So I'm putting this on, and and I sit down, and and, and, and the person begins to cut my hair, and she says, "Um, "Boy, there's a lot of hair you have here," and she's like picking at my hair and complaining about how. Big that my hair has gotten. And it's embarrassing. And so she begins to cut my hair and she's just talking like she is going for it. And she's like, how's your day? How's your summer? How are your blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I just want to get my hair cut. And so throughout this whole time, she's picking up my hair, cutting it, and it's going okay, but it's super short. Okay, it's super short, I know. And then she gets to the end and says, should I trim the, the eyebrows? And uh, I'm smiling right now. She says, can I trim your eyebrows? I have never been asked about trimming my eyebrows before. And I thought, should I be angry? Should I be offended? Should I, um, should I just say they aren't a problem? Here's the thing, in secret, I cut my eyebrows at home, and it 's hard. I have these huge house scissors from the kitchen, and I like brush my eyebrows up, and then I like trim the tops of them so so they don 't poke up because my grandpa had these gigantic, bushy eyebrows, and they were, like, terrifying. And I've been scared that I'm going to have the eyebrows that he has. And so there I am, in secret, I, like, I cut my eyebrows. I know I have an eyebrow problem. And then I'm sitting in this haircut place, and there's five or six other people in there. And this person says, can I cut your eyebrows? And I said, no, I think they're fine. Everything in me is screaming, yes, please cut my eyebrows. I don't know how to do them, and but because I'm embarrassed, because I'm afraid, because I've never been in the situ- spot before, I say no, don't cut my eyebrows. She puts up her hands and goes, "All right, it, it, for me, it doesn't make a difference. I could go either way." Okay. So she says it. She says, I could go either way. And I thought, okay, cool. She can go either way. The pressure's off. And I sat there, and I was so embarrassed from that point on because everyone in there saw that I had an eyebrow problem. And I thought, I'm sitting here, and everyone's thinking about my eyebrows. But the thing that I focused on at that point had been her, her thing that she said was, I could go either way. I have a best friend friend who who I elk hunt, um, who's my bow hunting partner, and he and I have bow hunted forever together. Something that drives me crazy about him is he always says, I could go either way, either way, either way, either way. So if I ask him at the beginning of the day, it'll be 5 a.m., there's a big hill in front of us, and I say, hey, should the both of us go up the hill? This direction? Should both of us go the backside? He'd say, I don't know. I could go either way. So if I say, so do you think there's bull elk over here, or do you think there's bull elk over here? He'll say, I don't know. I could go either way. Either way. Either way. He will say that to anything. Either way. And I'm like, Drew, just tell me your opinion. And he says, I am. I could go either way. There's a passage that the Apostle Paul does the same thing, and it always drove me crazy. Um, I have always seen Paul being this very decisive person, but then there's this passage that he kind of says, hey, you know what? I could go either direction, and things are going to be fine. Here it is. (sighs) For I know through your prayers and God's provision of the spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly, I eagerly expect and hope that I in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body. Whether by life or by death, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I don't know. I am torn between the two. I desire to be de- I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is b- better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. So that through my being, that you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. So P- Paul is here. He's he's at the end. He's beginning to, sum, to summarize this first chapter. And he's saying, I've been in prison. I've been in this oppressive c- culture. I'm here, so I'm hoping I'm gonna get out. But if I don't get out, and I get sentenced to death, Death, that's okay too. So if I get out, I'm going to continue to preach the gospel hard, and I'm going to I'm going to p- p- preach about um, the hope of Jesus, and I am going to be successful, and I'm going to be an encouragement, and I'm going to encourage you, and, and and Christ is going to be exalted. But if I get sentenced to death, that's actually better than if I get out, because then I get to be, be in the presence of Jesus side by side. But if I had to pick between the two, it would be super cool to be together, because then the, the, then the evidence of Christ can be boasted, and, a, and blah, 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 blah. And, and so he's, he's, he's drawing this whole idea that he has this joy in the faith of Christ, At the end, he says, I have this joy in the faith of Christ. It's the joy and it's the faith and the two of those holding hands that causes this posture for Paul to be in the spot of no matter the thing that happens. So is it gonna be inside the jail or outside the jail? Jesus is advancing. So is it going to be here in bodily form? So is it going to be there in spiritual form? Jesus' kingdom is advancing. Paul has this, this profound thing to focus always on Jesus. And he gets his perspective always from Jesus. And so although things seem chaotic for him and things seem upside down for him, he does not see the chaos. He sees the face of Jesus. Jesus, and he says, it doesn't matter the thing that happens. Jesus is on the throne, and I get to be by his side. I think for us today, that perspective of being able to see Jesus through everything, in spite of everything, because of everything, brings joy, It brings this confidence. It brings this hope. And it brings this this peace that surpasses all understanding. Think about it. The fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the presence of Jesus, right, in us. And, And in People ask Paul, like, like, how can I tell if the Holy Spirit is in someone, right? The fruit of the Spirit are the indicators of the presence of Jesus. Joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Do you see joy, kindness, gentleness? I mean, like, in the our church do you see that in each other in our posts in the things that are being said or are you seeing fear anxiety anger chaos I got asked the other day at the s- s- store by someone they said hey is it time to g- g- go elk hunting um, here in July and I said no, it doesn't actually begin until September. And they're like, oh, that's a bummer. But I said, I am hunting today for the fruits of the Spirit. Like, that's, that's how I truly feel. Like, I am on this hunt to find the fruits of the Spirit and to call them out in people. And this sermon is about hunting for joy. And joy is found in confidence. And confidence is found in Jesus and like truly, you, you truly sink everything you have into Jesus is telling the truth, Jesus is not dead, Jesus is on the throne. If you really believed in Jesus and he was telling the truth and Jesus is not dead and Jesus is on the throne, fear and anxiety and chaos are simply untrue. The truth of Jesus is true. He said, I came to testify to the truth. Through this whole experience, something I've been seeing is the, the quarantining, um, the different things of, that have been confusing, the people of the things that are true, untrue, um, the chaos of things, The thing that it has done is it has brought out the truth in people. Um, Society is showing its true colors. People are showing their true colors. People are starting to tell the truth of who they are and things that have been buried deep down. Things are falling apart. It isn't falling apart because of the chaos that's happening. It's falling apart because this is the things that have always been there. It's just bringing them up and they are on full display for everyone to see. I have a desire for Jesus to be on full display for everyone to see. Because in the times that there are great brokenness, there is great brokenness and there is great pain. That's the time for the great gospel opportunity to show up. Great brokenness holds hands with the bigness of the gospel. And the gospel begins by telling the truth of brokenness. I am a broken person. This experience has shown me I am more broken than I've ever thought. Praise God. Because in the honesty that brings us to the foot of the cross, and in the foot of the cross there is forgiveness, there is healing, there is acceptance, there is growth, there is salvation, and there is joy and there is confidence because Jesus was telling the truth. He is not dead. He is on the throne. And when you bring your heart, your brokenness, your sin, your pain to the foot of the gospel because you are telling the truth like you have never told the truth before, then someone begins to experience the gospel like they have never began to experience the gospel before. In this time, it doesn't matter everything that is happening outside. For Paul, he is saying, it doesn't matter what happens to me, it doesn't matter. I've got Jesus, and Jesus has me. I'm going to be with him forever, amen. Stop being so angry, Stop being so afraid. Stop being so anxious. Stop being so divisive. Stop it. Because there are other things to focus on that are really more important. The things you are angry about, they should be, right? Because this pain and this brokenness, people are hurting. May we bring people to the foot of the cross. That's what we do. We bring people to Jesus. How does that happen? I don't know. I could go either way. As long as people get to Jesus, that's the goal. As long as you get to Jesus, that's the goal. As long as you are sitting in wherever you sit, in your car, in your house, at your kitchen table, if you're on vacation right now, good for you. Where is Jesus? What is he doing? Is he bringing you confidence? I always, it would drive me insane if I'm there on the the elk hill, and I'd say, hey, Drew, do we go up? This side of the mountain or this side? he go, I go either way. Are the elk here or are they here? he go, I go either way. I go either way. I always thought he was super apathetic or indecisive and he just didn't want to throw his opinion out. But the truth is, he was a darn good elk hunter. And he knew the elk are up there. And if you go up, that's direction, or if you go around the back end, they're up there. You can go either way. He kn- knew that there's bull elk up here, and there's bull elk up here, and there's bull elk up here. He knew because he was confident in his hunting abilities in the spots that he and I hunt. So the thing I thought was like, oh, I don't know, it doesn't matter. It was Man, you and I are in such a good spot. You can go any direction. And there's successes here. But that's what Jesus invites us into. You can go either way. It doesn't matter the things that are put on us. It doesn't matter the things you can and can't do. It doesn't matter. You go either way. The gospel is advancing. The kingdom is advancing. Jesus is saving people you either way. And that said, in this profound confidence, and that is the confidence that Jesus promotes and invites you into. So may the fear that you have go away. May the anxiety that you have go away. The anger, the divisiveness, the chaos. Man, may you simply just see Jesus on the throne saying, we are doing this i love the things that are happening in the church today may you experience jesus in the gospel in a perspective in a opportunity in a brokenness in a place that you have never seen him because this opportunity that you're in and the things you are experiencing has never been experienced before. So bring it to the foot of the cross in the place that you are and say, Jesus, bring me confidence. Bring me joy. And may the proof of the Holy Spirit inside of me be a testament to how glorious you are. And may that be the thing that people begin to see as truth. And may the gospel advance through you.
2: He's worthy of every song
0: today. Right after I dismiss you with a blessing here in a minute, you're going to see a slide on the screen with the number for the prayer and the number for giving. And these are ways for us to continue to respond to what God is doing in us. So please text your prayer request and check out the opportunities that we have to give today. So also you're going to see the link to the rooms If you're joining us on Sunday at 9 or 11, and I would love to see you right now. If you're watching us on demand any other time during the week, and you want to experience this online community, be sure to join us next Sunday at 9 or 11 on Facebook or YouTube. Let me dismiss you with a blessing now. Now, Christ community, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you. And may you look at Him in the eye as He fills you with His peace. In Jesus' name, amen.